uh, first of all, I just want to say thank you for all the people that's listening and chiming in. You didn't have to do it, but you did it anyway. So I appreciate you doing that. Hopefully that way, if we can learn how to agree to disagree, and we can live like people. When I make the hard topics, I say the hard things, I make the thing itch scratch. So if your itch is not scratching, and you're scratching on the itch, maybe you need to look yourself in the mirror. So I'm not here for no drama. I'm not here for no nothing. Just to learn, 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 and edify. This is from learning situations only. So I'm not here to get anybody's hairs up. So, again, thank you. And hopefully we can agree to disagree. When I'm home, I'm always tuning in to fans. He has the hottest podcast out there. Oh, yes. Very informative. When I'm home, Tim, I'm always tuning in to fans. He has the hottest podcast out here. When I'm home chilling the ride, I stay tuned to the Fade Podcast. It's the hottest message out there. And uh, when I'm at the spot just chilling, or when my car just driving around, I always use the Fade to keep it real. He said it was real. And that's one of the hottest podcasts around. I definitely suggest it. Check them out. Boss T, let's get it. Have you ever been hungry and came in? Have you ever been thirsty and can't drink? Have you ever been tired and can't sleep? What would you do if you knew you were all three? I've been down and now when nobody cares. Mm-hmm. Rain falls down, you ain't got no choice but wet. Yeah, cause it's a hard life, it's alright, gotta get back up somehow, don't count me out. Hard life, it's alright, gotta get back up somehow, don't count me out. Hard life, it's alright, nigga get back up, you gotta fight. Boss T. This is why they need to try to discredit Ye. They do not want this message getting out. Black people don't take all the rights that we have that are actually given to us. Because we weren't given what we were promised in the first place. 
which was the 40 acres. Instead, we were given- And a mule. Yeah, and a mule. Instead, we were given projects and bad food and posters of Oprah Winfrey and also Planned Parenthood. People said to me multiple times, visit the Holocaust Museum. I said, visit our Holocaust Museum. It's called Planned Parenthood. Six million Jews died in the Holocaust and I am sorry for your losses. 20 million blacks died to abortion and Planned Parenthood was made by Marcus Sanger with the real KKK as population control. Margaret Sanger is a eugenics and it's working today. The number one cause of death for black people in America is abortion. The most dangerous place for a black man today or a black baby, black woman, is in their mother's stomach. And that is a programming that's pushed through. I got a new word for 2024. the red media. Mm. That is the red media. If you go to Apple right now, if you go to Apple right now, go to Apple Music. Let's load up the top 10 songs. I guarantee you they're promote, promoting black serial killing. Listen. Not just one. They're promoting black. The red media is making money off of blacks being serial killers to each other. It's a fact. Mm. Also misogynistic. The red media is making money off of that and God sees it. But I understand and I'm not judging because the oppressed becomes the oppressor. And it is our time now. Blacks are coming into money. We are not scared anymore. And I showed you that I crossed that line. They tried to bankrupt me. They tried to say I was crazy and I'm alive. Yes, sir. We haven't had a full, a full black, black community since the gentrification of Harlem and Black Wall Street, which was torn down. Mm. But I know my brothers, my engineers, my architects, my farmers are going to rise up. Yeah. And if it meant they had to take me and drag me like Emmett Till in front of everyone because I whistled. Shifting to Mr. Fetterman, while we're still on the topic of electability, uh, we direct a question to you. Both of your counterparts on the stage tonight have criticized you for the 2013 incident when you were mayor of Braddock. You confronted an unarmed black man who you believed may have been involved in a shooting and detained him with a gun until police arrived. If presented with the same situation, would you do anything differently today? You have 60 seconds. Well, it's it's important that, that we first acknowledge the, 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 the harm based on uh, over-policing and profiling in the black community. It's important that we do that. But it's also important we contextualize Braddock as well too. Braddock is a community that's 75% black. And I showed up in Braddock 20 years ago to teach GED classes because I wanted to help young people get their lives on track. And I ran for mayor 17 years ago because two of my students were gunned down because Braddock had a significant gun violence problem. And after running for mayor and winning, I attacked the gun violence problem in Braddock. And we succeeded. My proudest accomplishment was going five and a half years we stopped the killing. Uh, In 2013, I was outside on a cold January afternoon. I heard a burst of gunfire. With my young son, I made a split-second decision to uh, call 911, get my son to safety, and intercept an individual, the only individual out, running from where the gunfire came, and intercept him until our first responders arrived as Braddock's chief law enforcement officer and as the mayor. 
15 second follow-up though would you do anything differently today it's it's not it's certainly not a situation that anyone would want to be involved with with gun violence but i'd like to point out that i'm the only democrat on this stage that has successfully confronted crime and gun violence and it's been in charge of a police department did you do it Ma wait a minute. Mr. mr Lehman, mr kenyatta i am going to give you both a chance <laughs> to answer on this so the man involved in this incident who is incarcerated for a separate crime wrote to the Philadelphia Inquirer saying, quote, it is inhumane to believe one mistake should define a man's life. I hope he, meaning Mr. Fetterman, gets to be a senator. Uh, if that man is okay with it, Mr. Lamb, why aren't you? 60 seconds. Well, in the same statement, the man said that he believes to this day John is lying about the question of whether he pointed the shotgun at him. Um, the man is incarcerated and John is one of the people who holds the keys to letting him out. He chairs the board of pardons. So I'm not surprised by that statement in the least. Um, and it's a kind thing for him to say. At the time, not only did Christopher say that John pointed the shotgun right in his chest, John said that to the police. You know, as a prosecutor, I always look at a police report written at the time to understand what actually happened. And if you look at it to this day, it says Fetterman said, he pulled the shotgun on the person in order to stop him. That's what John told the police at the time. That's what Christopher said at the time as well. But today, not only will John admit uh, that he was pointing, he won't admit that he was pointing the gun at this person. He also won't really answer your question as to whether he did anything wrong and should have done it differently. And I just think that's disqualifying for any of us who have to work hard to gain the trust of the black community. Mr. Kenyatta, same question. If the man who was involved in that incident says it's okay, why are you not okay with it? You have 60 seconds. So let me just be crystal clear, because it's very rare we get John at an event. And so I'll say directly to the Lieutenant Governor, for somebody who has cut an image as an incredibly tough guy, you're so afraid of two little words. I'm sorry, you did take a 20 gauge shotgun, get in your pickup truck, travel into another town and brandish that weapon at the chest of an unarmed black jogger. You did that. The problem is that John still, nine years later, refuses to do one of the most important things that you want from any leader. You want them to be self-reflective. And I think John has gotten away with this for too long, with this idea that as long as he didn't know the jogger was black, it was fine what he did. It was not okay what John did. And John, I hope tonight you would say those two simple words. I'm sorry. Mr. Fetterman, 30 seconds to respond on this incident. There, there's, there's, uh, I would like a lot to, to clarify. You know, I, I think it's important to, to mention that the, the people of Braddock who know me, that, that know my heart, know that that 2013 had nothing to do with what, what they're saying today. There was no profiling or anything involved. They know that. And that's why they reelected me by overwhelming margins to two additional terms as, as mayor. And at, at, the, at the end of the day, uh, I want to be clear. Um, that never happened. I never pointed the weapon uh, at the individual, and you know everyone in Braddock knows. And every, not only does everyone in Braddock know what happened in 2013, we know what this is about here no, on the Mr. stage. Mr. Kenyatta, I'm going to give you 15 seconds. John, we we get it. You have a black friend. The question is, did you point a 20 gauge shotgun at the chest of a black man? And you have an opportunity with all of Pennsylvania watching to say, I'm sorry. Are you going to say I'm sorry today, John? I, that never happened. So you're not going to say I'm sorry. That never happened. So you Malcolm. still refuse to say I'm sorry to this day. I'm the only Democrat that successfully confronted You're the only Democrat okay. who used a shotgun to chase down an unarmed black man. Gentlemen, never. thank you. Okay. Lisa? We do need to move on. This is why they need. How do you explain this disparity? So why are they in jail?
Hi y'all. So before I ask my question, I want to clarify a point that y'all mentioned earlier. You said you don't believe in white privilege, correct? Yeah, it's, it's a myth. It doesn't exist. Okay. So according to the Bureau of Prison Statistics um, from last month, 38.3% of our current inmate population is black. But according to the 2020 census data, only 12.2% of our national population is black. So if you don't believe in white privilege, how do you explain this disparity? So why are they in jail? It has been this way for years, um, since the 90s. You know, since wh why, do, why do people go to jail? Why are black people in jail at higher rates than white people? That's the question, right? Maybe because yes. they commit more crimes than white people. But that's not true. It actually is. They do. So it, every independent analysis shows that blacks have committed a disproportionate amount of crime. No one wants to say it out loud, but it's true. In fact, in New York, 52% of murders are committed by blacks, 40 plus percent of arson, 60 plus percent of drug deals. And so the question you should really be asking is what drives them to commit crimes? That's the question, right? The real question is, and maybe I can ask you, what percentage of blacks are raised with two parents in the home? So actually, according to the Uniform Crime Report for 2019, black or African-American individuals committed only about 1 million crimes, while white people committed about 4 million yeah, crimes. So, yeah, but yeah, that's but proportion. Yeah, how proportion. about the proportion? There's a lot more white people than black people it's in six, the United it's States. It's a 60% white country and a 14% black country. So you just proved my point. You literally, so, so basically that's a disproportionate amount of crime. It is. I, but listen, I want to say, look, you are coming up here and you're asking a question and that's not easy to do, first and foremost, no matter what. And I really appreciate your question in front of all these people. It's hard. So thank you for asking your question. But let me point out what you what you just did and you didn't know that you did it. You switched from proportion to raw numbers. And you did that to make a point that you thought you were making, but you weren't. But look, your issue was that black Americans only make up 13% of the population. And yet they make up, I think you said like 38% of the prison population. And then you, yes, you switch to raw numbers because so black people only make up 13% of the population, but they commit 40% of all homicides and 60% of all violent crime. Unfortunately, I don't think that's anything inherent in black Americans. That's not what I'm saying. That's just the fact. And what Charlie is saying is, look, we've got to look at why that is. So you're claiming that that disparity is inherent proof of discrimination. So would you also say the fact that there are fewer Asians in jail means that then white people, that there is discrimination against white people? No? Disparity isn't proof of discrimination is what I'm so, trying to say. Yeah. So let me just throw, and Ali's exactly right. What percentage of blacks grow up with two parents in the home? Yeah, less than 20%. That's why there's so many blacks committing crimes and they're in jail. It's that simple. The death of the black family is why blacks are in jail higher than their population percentage. It's that simple. May I see your criminology degree? Do you have uh, one? Uh, uh, I'm sorry. No, we've got to argue we, a biologist, Tanji Brown-Jackson. No, let, let, let me ask you a question. So, um, so do I need a criminology degree to be able to understand that 75% of blacks don't grow up with two parents? To be well-versed well in it, I believe so. Do, okay. you do you have one? I don't, but I'm studying it Okay, right but now. you- Oh, she exactly. studied it. Mm -hmm. But you did the same thing. Um, you looked at a statistic and he did the same thing. You look, don't have a criminology have degree and neither does he. Course? Have Hold on a second. That? You're doing an argument from authority, okay? It's a fallacy. So mm -hmm. the laws of physics don't change whether or not you're a physicist, okay? The law of thermodynamics doesn't change whether or not you take a course on it. Answer the question. Why? Do blacks 
have a broken family versus a nuclear family, and does that translate to higher rates of crime? Do you admit that? Why is it that blacks don't have parents, though? Why? Good question. We subsidize single motherhood in this country to the federal government of the United States. Great question. Now we're getting somewhere. Back in the 1960s, we put forward a program where black women married the government and broke up with the men they were with. Welfare state, Lyndon Baines Johnson, and that has contributed to blacks committing more crimes. I believe institutionalized racism is your answer, but I don't believe I'm getting anywhere oh, but, with y'all. But so. no, just just let me say, just let me point something out. Did you know that it's not white Americans that have the lowest incarceration rate or the lowest rates of crime or the highest graduation rates or the highest median income? It's not white Americans. It's Asian Americans. They have the highest median income. They have the highest graduation rates. They have the most degrees. They have the lowest incarceration rates. And guess what? They also have the lowest single parenthood rates. Okay? So that is true across the board. It's not just black Americans. And unless you're willing to say that the reason why Asian Americans make more than white Americans or the reason why Asian Americans go to jail less than white Americans is because there is systemic institutional racism against white people in this country, then your argument against black people doesn't really work. So let me ask you one thing. You said institutional racism. I got a black friend right up here. He's great. What, what can... He's great. So let me ask you. Let me, let me ask you a question. What can I do that he can't do? What do you mean? If, if institutional racism was real, what can I do that he can't do? Well, you're less likely to get arrested. Yeah. I'm sorry. No, if we both commit a crime, he's going to get arrested and I'm not? He could. What, wait, so we just went through this. Blacks commit a disproportionate amount of crime in this country because of broken families. So give me one law on the books. You said it's institutional. Families. Give me a law anywhere that discriminates against blacks. Give me one law anywhere in America. You want current or past? How about right now? Well, the fact that crack cocaine is criminalized more than regular cocaine. No, no, if I, if, I, if, if, I deal, if I deal crack cocaine, I'm getting arrested regardless of skin color. Give me a, give me a law. white cocaine, you would... You're Give me a law anywhere that allows white people to, to commit crimes and get away with it and blacks can't. Does that law exist? Not anymore. But because there's no institutional real. racism in America. The no idea of institutional real. racism is laws on the books. Just because it's not down on paper doesn't mean it's not real. Okay, give us an example. Not God. just a disparity. Not just a God? disparity. God isn't, you don't see God. He's on paper. Read the Bible. <laughs> I didn't mean it like that. I'm getting nowhere with y'all, and y'all are not answering my questions, so I'm going to end this Q&A right here. Thank you for your time. <laughs> we actually did answer her questions, but I do appreciate, I really, even though she's got an attitude, um, she, I, I do appreciate her courage. I do. That That is difficult. That's difficult yeah, to come I mean, up here and ask a but question, I, but you can also do it respectfully. But what bothered me about her, I'm glad she was there. She wasn't being honest. At least be honest, okay, and be willing to be corrected. Well, that was a fun fireworks show to end our time together, right?
put them bitch ass handcuffs on him. He dead, bro. But he's still dead, man. But you put them handcuffs on him, he dead, man. He dead, bro. He dead. He's still a human being, man. Ain't nobody perfect, man. You know, um, to stop off with, they had killed another black dude. Now the police trying to justify it, right? And now he called back up. And it's a whole bunch of white police out there while a lot of black people out there. This is another, this is another scenery how they did um, my man from New York when they put his neck, his knee in his neck. This the same crowd of black people scared of the police because they killed another black man and got the black man he did and they got him handcuffed. Told you, man, y'all got to watch these white folk and see how crooked they really are. He's still dead, bro. He dead, man. Man, no, bro. No. He's still he dead, but you can put the bitch ass handcuffs on him, man. He dead, man. But you still gonna put the bitch ass handcuffs on him, man. But you still gonna put the bitch ass handcuffs on him, man. He ain't got no gun. I hope they took that motherfucker out. He dead. I know he threatened people, but he's dead. But you still put the handcuffs on him, man. He was asking. Man, now take that shit off of him. Take it off of him. Take it off. See, white police officer gang up and be bullies. It's a bunch of now. It's a bunch. Of, I know y'all y'all hear, but y'all don't see it. There's a bunch of white police officers out there surrounded around a lot of black people. Why is black people so afraid of the police slave patrol? Why are they not trying to join together and stop this mess? You know, they kill us, they kill us, and they kill us, and they act like nothing ain't wrong with it. That's why I keep trying to tell y'all, man, y'all need to watch these people. And then the Bible said the wicked shall the wicked shall be punished. Take it off of him. Take it off of him. Take it off of him. He dead. Get out of my way. I'm recording. You can't stop me from recording. Man, fuck what you talking about. He's still dead. Take the motherfucking cuffs off of him. Now the dude dead, right? The black man dead. The Amlams come. Two white police pick him up and run to the Amlams real quick and try to throw him in there before the crowd get all hyped up. This is what white people do, y'all. And if you black and don't feel, if you don't feel no type of empathy about this, then shame on you. And the most I need to do something to you as well, or let this happen to you or somebody you love, you really care about. 
because it doesn't it doesn't affect you when it hits somebody else's, but it's only affect you when it hits your home. Now the most high need to let something hit your home so you can feel the real effect on what's going on. He dead. He dead and he still put them bitch ass handcuffs on him. You motherfucker don't call me to testify. I'm not testifying shit, you bitches. I'm not testifying nothing. He dead. He dead. I'm not moving. I'm not moving. A crime scene. It's a crime scene. He dead and you still put the fucking handcuffs on him. He dead. You failed to rent an array. You failed to rent an array. He's still a human. He's still a human. But you still put them handcuffs on him. See, my man hype and he feeling a certain type of way now. You know, because white supremacy, KKK, colonialism do this. And then you got black folks trying to reel them all, calm them down. We understand that because he really, he really feeling the hurt about they killed this black man and still put him in handcuff while he did with no respect, no remorse. That's what they do, y'all. So the Bible said eye for eye, a two for a two. The white man teach us in slavery and all up there, if somebody slap you, turn the cheek, your other cheek. But when somebody slap the white man, he ain't gonna turn the other cheek. This the fallacy in the, the playmaking that they play. That's why I, that's why I, I show y'all and let y'all hear this stuff. Because we got so much people sucking on the white man and the white woman boot with their tongue, but they don't even know what's going on with the common man, black man, and the common black woman, the common Latino man, and the common Latino woman. They don't care because they, they customize, they organize, and they inherited white supremacy, KKK, and colonialism. So they got them a good job in white supremacy, KKK, and colonialism, and they think they the shit. The most I said, the first will be last and the last will be first. And all of y'all up there um, being successful in colonialism, white supremacy, and KKK, you know you're going to get it in the back of the line. You already know. So enjoy your colonialism. Enjoy your white supremacy. Enjoy your KKK. Because this is what they're doing to our people and y'all don't even care. And I got you like a dummy with that fucking AR. Baby. Come, come on, on, come on, come on, come on, come on, cousin, come on, baby. You a dummy. Cousin, come they on, got man. you a dummy for the motherfucking white people. Come on, 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 yeah, you shot the car. Then you shot the Man. Man. Now, hell no, I'm finna get this license plate. Y'all shot that car, bruh. Y'all shot that up. Y'all fail to rent an aid, man. Y'all call me for shit. I'm not no motherfucking testimony. They some dummies. They some dummies. Yes, they are, baby. You all right, baby? 
You okay? You okay? Everybody ain't perfect. Everybody ain't perfect, but I ain't never seen no shit like that before. You okay, baby? Come on, come on, get in your car. You okay? Better be grateful that shit happened the way they happened. It did. He was gonna kill one of us. And I told, I sit there and told him they gonna kill him. Hey, y'all. Got something else I wanted to bring to y'all attention. But since these are the last days, you know what I'm saying? And I'm bringing out all this mess. And you got to be really, really slow not to get what's going on. Or you compromise. You know, so either you slow or you compromise. And the sad thing about it. So, um, I got something. See, I always telling y'all about yay. When yay telling the truth, how they try to uh, make them look stupid. Now, Kyrie telling the truth. Every time the black man says that he a Jew, now the Jewish people want to put their dogs up on them and try to make them say something to, to get them jammed up or put them in a bad situation. I don't understand this, man. I don't understand... How y'all don't see that white supremacy and KKK and colonialism is so thick and so bloody and so raw that y'all can't even see it. And the main people that the main people is a part of this colonialism, white supremacy and KKK and this pushing it is those Jewish people. Come on, be honest. How can somebody say they've been through a Holocaust and it it, it did them so bad, so corrupt, it hurted them so bad that they did the same thing to somebody else. They did that to us. The people that came over here on cargo slave ship. But when you want to talk about them and say that they are the people that talking about so many people died what Hitler did, now we talking about the Jewish people put black people in slavery. They helped put black people in slavery. They assist and made money off black people while putting black people in slavery. <laughs> now, the onion is unraveling, right? The most high opened up on all our eyes. That's why some of these athletes got heart and they gonna do what they gotta do. Some of these entertainers got heart. They gonna do what they gotta do because who you gonna do, obey man? Or you want to obey God. Because the white man wanted everybody in the basketball court to get vaccine. The only person that didn't want to get a vaccine and didn't was Kyrie. But all those athletes went out there and got vaccine and put poison in their arm. Didn't know what it was and what it about. But the NBA uh, didn't have no proof or the NFL didn't have no proof that this thing was was sincere but they put you put your life in jeopardy that's why you the people in the nfl cohorts and and, and converse this y'all can they up to 99 you could put all of them in jail you could put your employee in jail and you also could put you you could put um um the the people that put this poison out and kill these people in jail but we don't want to focus on that. We want to continue to focus on colonialism, white supremacy. Like I said, either you're dumb as hell or you're scared.
So now you see others rising up that are being outspoken. And that's why, excuse the way I'm going to say it, but sometimes Ebonics drives the point home better. We need to shut our mouth. When your 400 year old enemy targets a member of your community, you need to shut up and stay out of it if you ain't got nothing good or positive to say. See, that's what I be trying to tell you. Everybody yeah, <coughs> wanna sit up here <coughs> and chastise Jay, chastise the rest of the people that's trying to, to, to build their people up or speak out against the wrong that's going on in the world. That's why I keep telling y'all black people, shut up. Stop playing the game that the white man trying to get you to play against the person that look like you. I don't understand this. That's why I said y'all so much into the Willie Lynch, so much embedded in Willie Lynch that you don't even know it. I love the white man with all my heart. I believe only, I believe only what the white man say and do only and do only what the white man say and believe only and believe only and what would the white man say that's why you got a whole bunch of white black people in the church today under christianity under white supremacy kkk and colonial realism now they spread around the world when we was in slavery they put put around the world that jesus was a white man Spread it all over the world that Jesus was a white man. Okay? Now, color don't matter. So if color didn't matter, why did the white man pre present that Jesus Christ was a white man? And the Bible particularly tells you he's a man of color. Dark color. And then they go and say, all of color. All of it's black. So they always talking about that olive. All of it's black. So I don't understand what, what these clowns be talking about. Because all we are doing is aiding and abetting. Let them, let them do all of the talk. Why do they always have to come and find those among us that will speak out against our brothers damn it we're all victims of their world and their wickedness as we said last week you don't see them doing it to their own They don't come out publicly to condemn their absolute sinners, their absolute criminals, their absolute sexual abusers, their absolute 
pedophiles. See, your charges on us, they have no basis. None. But they always will find a weak one among us that keep in mind they control that benefit and it's always been that way come on man shh you're upsetting the master nigga I'm trying to get me something over here you messing this whole thing up for me and us why don't you quiet yourself who do that sound like, y'all? Who do that sound like? D.L. Hughes. Oh, the unvaccinated is messing it up for the vaccinated. So we can't go out here and do that. The white man telling everybody to get a, the, the, the vaccine. And this clown telling uh, the unvaccinated is messing it up for the vaccinated. And y'all still listen to that clown. You still listen to what he got to say about what's going on. What he say should be doo-doo. But y'all still listen to him. I know it's the truth. But damn, man. I want my money. That's always been us, right? Field Negro, House Negro. Y'all all right? All praises due to Allah. So they're labeling our brother Yay as an anti-Semite, Kyrie Irving. And what did Kyrie do? See, these are, this is a different generation now. This is, this is the Messianic generation that they have feared. That are not afraid. Thank you. He went on his social media account and promoted a movie. Hebrews to Negroes. Wake up, Black America. It's a book and a documentary that uncovers the true identity of the children of Israel by proving the true ethnicity of Abraham, Ishmael, Isaac, Jacob, the sons of Ham, Shem, and Japheth. It's saying, find out what Islam, Judaism, and Christianity has covered up for centuries in regards to the true biblical identity of the so-called Negro in this movie packed with tons of research. Now, I didn't hear anyone from the Christian community condemn Kyrie or the movie or the book and call it anti-Christian I mean heck <laughs> I don't hear any Muslims 
calling it anti-Islam because they all had a hand in our demise. These are facts. The Jews were merchants. They were slave owners. They financed the slave trade. Them alone? No, but damn, a good percentage. So if all who have had a hand in black folks' destruction, demise, slavery, why would it not be our responsibility to call everyone who has had a hand in our destruction to expose that hand? Y'all all right? Hey, uh, this is something I had a scratch, a itch on. And I had to scratch this itch, man. I don't, uh, this brother right here, I listened to some of his content. Um, some of the things that he say about Kanye, um, I don't agree with because he's a Steve Harvey to me. He has the mindset of Steve Harvey. He still, he, he, he don't understand what's going on. He's a he's a lawyer, yeah. He's um he he's not he's not he he's not he don't have the spirit that I have. Meaning, you know, he's still in that colonialism, white supremacy, and KKK. You know, because I don't I said some stuff. I said some stuff and typed some stuff to him that I didn't believe and what I thought about it. And then I got blocked. So you can't block me on this one, bro. I'm watching you. I hear you talking about what's going on in the black community, black community, black community. And we just heard this brother say about speaking about something about black people. See, this is what the brother was talking about. I want y'all to check him out. Some of the things that he he put on here, I put on my podcast. But some of the stuff that he say about yay and what the cause is and what he needs to do, he needs to mind his business and shut up. This is a part of half of white supremacy loving. He see, he still love that white man all your heart because we're never free. You're never going to be free in this because this is not our, this is not our, this is not our land to rest in. The most high didn't make this our land to rest in because he said you will go into slavery again. But this time you're going into slavery. You're going to a, into another land that your forefathers never been and then you will be slaves to your enemy so this is not the land of rest that we supposed to be in and half of y'all think this is supposed to be the land of rest we're not in rest we're still in captivity see when you go to the white man's school you get brainwashed a whole lot you think you're about that life 
But people like me can read your spirit. Bruh, and I hope everybody, somebody, blow the whistle on you and let you hear what I got to say. He's now saying that it was his Jewish doctor that misdiagnosed him and wanted him to take a pill. Here it is. Drove me to a point of exhaustion, which was misdiagnosed by a, I'm not going to say what race, what people, uh, doctor and what hospital and what media went to. We know I can't say that. It was a Jewish doctor that diagnosed me of having a disorder that would have had me on medication right now. At a time like this, if I was on medication right now, then one pill could have been swapped out and it would be Michael Jackson and Prince all over again. But because I didn't take the misdiagnosis and I didn't take the, the uh, medication, I'm able to speak to you guys clear of thought and transparently. Whoa, let me address the elephant in the room. Uh, Kanye, if you would have taken the pill, you may not be in this situation right now. That is another consideration that I submit to you. But remember, you see what I'm saying? I submit to you that you need to mind your business because why are you going to tell this man to take a pill, take a pill on something that the most high dealing with him with? We know what, what dealing with, what he, what, what, why the most high dealing with him. We know what he got to do. He know what he got to do. And we got Uncle Tom's like him, them cutthroat we got to watch talking that slick stuff. Oh, if you would have took the appeal. You know what I'm saying? These the brothers that we need to be watching, y'all. People that look like us. Trying to, trying to, trying to marginalize with us. But your heart is with the white man. It's bigger than Kanye. Kanye is now being utilized as the front man for white supremacists in the United States of America. They are purchasing signs to say Kanye is right about Jews. Now, so, and so Mustang, he's talking about it because the white man don't like the Jew. So what makes him saying Kanye is saying that? Kanye is telling the truth. Kanye ain't saying nothing that Farrakhan been saying. Farrakhan been saying this for a long, long, long time. So when Kanye say it, it's a problem. So this is what I'm saying about these clowns up here that just trying to get, you know, get people to listen to their little thing, to get little revenues and all that. You got to watch these clowns, man. That's why I be trying to tell these people, y'all better watch these clowns. He gonna say, Farrakhan been talking about these Jews all this time, ever since I've been small. Now, how come when Ye say it that, you know, other and then, and then white people come up on it or say what they say that Ye got something to do with it? The truth is the truth. That's how they feel. 
That's why we got to watch these jokers like that. That's why my man say some of these jokers that's talking about white black people, about white folk shit, need to shut up. Remember the same people who are antithetical to the movement and progression of black lives, who are adversarial to the sentiment of black lives matter. They are now telling you to listen to Kanye West because Kanye agrees with them as it relates to his anti-Semitic terms. Isn't this interesting? See, he said anti-Semitic terms. How can he be anti-Semitic and he's, and he's Semitic? How can he be anti-Himself? That's why I say they go to school to learn whites. This is what I'm exactly telling y'all, y'all. When they go to these colleges, their mind is programmed to be white supremacy, KKK, and colonialism. I won't, I won't be surprised that the white man, the white Jew, got a knife in his back to say, tell him to say this. Farrakhan been saying this all this time. We know it. The whole world know it. Every time you say something about it, they call you anti-Semitic, so you will shut up. But when the people know, how can you be anti-Semitic? Because you're Semitic. That's the word play they play, and these clowns that act like they go to Harvard and all these high educational schools to get law degrees, being doctors, and all that, that they smarter than everything, but the most time make them dumb as a donut. Because he trying to justify whatever that whatever that he shouldn't even say nothing about it. He should have kept his, his his narrative on this. But we see the next Stephen A. Smith, right? These what I'm saying about these Stephen A. Smith, yo. These comments, these situations, you know, he want to beat down on some because some old white boy said something. White people killing black people. So what? White, that's white people killing white people. Oh, what? Uh, um, Jewish, Jewish people and white people are the same people. So what you talking about? They still Caucasian. There is no one different like they different people. They still Caucasian. So when you go into Harvard, Harvard, Yale, and they ain't teaching you this, But once again, ladies and gentlemen, I submit something in full transparency. If Kanye West would have said he's going DEFCON 3 on all black women, or he's going DEFCON 3 on all members of the LGBTQ community, these would be problematic statements. The reason why I say this in context is because I have seen members of the so-called woke community, individuals I would have considered allies on some level, subscribe to the ideology of Kanye West. Now remember, it was Kanye West who said slavery was a choice, besmirching the memory of our ancestors. It was Kanye West. So you see, you see uh, how he trying to smell yay nay. You see how he's trying to spend, yeah. That's why you got to watch these brothers like this, y'all. You got to watch this clown. You got to watch this clown. You got to watch these clowns. So, yay said all that. Okay. You know, he got his black lash from the black community. Okay. 
But what Ye saying now is he saying the truth. Because you don't you don't understand what's going on in this world because you living so good and the common man already know what's going on. Yes, you compromise. Yes, he compromised. You know what I'm saying? This is what I'm saying. This is how he trying to smear Ye name. This is how he trying to talk about the people that agree with Ye on his little 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 mindful situation unreal situation this whole folly that yay's on that he's on some old stupid stuff so i feel disrespected when he say that because i believe what he say because i learned what he learned and i see what he see before he did who said george floyd killed himself dishonoring a victim of murder by the hands of the police. It is Kanye who has gone out of his way to make sure he does not offend bigoted white people. That is by design. Now, it is bigger than Kanye, other. He said he goes out his way not to insult bigots. He just insulted the biggest bigot in the whole world, the Jewish people. So this is what I'm saying, y'all. This is what I'm seeing, y'all. These people are tripping. Anti-Semitic statements that have happened since. Here it is. That was at the outside of the Georgia Florida game. There was a statement released by these universities. I will read those statements in just a moment. Another individual did this. What is wrong with you? No. No. Get the picture? Let's put up the graphic. Okay. Overpass in Jacksonville. Let me highlight what the universities of Florida and Georgia said in their press release. A release statement on Sunday condemning the anti-Semitic language and signage that was projected onto TIAA Bank Field and surrounding areas of Jacksonville, Florida around Saturday night's annual matchup between the Gators and Bulldogs. The quote goes, we strongly condemn the anti-Semitic hate speech projected outside TIAA Bank Field in Jacksonville after the Florida Georgia football game Saturday night and the other anti-Semitic messages that have appeared in Jacksonville, the statement read. The University of Florida and the University of Georgia together denounce these and all acts of anti-Semitism and of the forms of hatred and intolerance. Now, let's go back to something that should be commonly held by everybody. Everybody should agree, hate speech is wrong. To be adversarial to a particular demographic is not okay. But you do have the freedom of speech in America. That is correct too. 
But freedom of speech does not mean freedom from consequence. I don't know who conflated the two. If you are employed, you cannot simply say whatever you choose to say then you and be. And then you don't have freedom of speech. This is why I say this whole situation that they talking about, this law bullshit that they put on here to oppress our people. He's so much lawed up. Freedom is freedom, man. Freedom, you, you should be able to believe whatever you do, whatever you want to do. They've been doing this for 400, 500 years now, and all of a sudden it's a problem. And then you get clowns like this. Man, let me let you tell Employed by that same company if you say things that are adversarial to, to the culture, the values, etc. Freedom of speech is not freedom from consequence. But all of a sudden, Kanye wants to live in a world where the rules of normative cause and effect do not apply to him. And there are those who are willing to say something similar about his status in this country. I don't give a damn that he is famous. I don't give a damn that he makes money. I do care about is that he also cannot escape the reality of cause and effect in a societal construct. It is not what cause and effect did Kanye do? You know what I'm saying? What cause and effect? He said that because Kanye said about what he said about um, that he's the real Jew. He's not anti the Jews or black. The Jews are the people that came over here on cargo slave ships. And he's the true, and we are the true Jews. And, and, and other white people take it for whatever they took it and do whatever narrative they do that he, he do the cause and effect. Of course, he already know that when he go against these societies of people, that is going to be a pushback. He already know that. If he don't know that, he see that now. So why are you still slandering and speaking on this and you can still be speaking on something else? I don't give a damn if you are a lawyer. I don't give a damn if everybody listen to your show. I don't give a damn if you for all the black people. But this isn't that. This is what I'm saying. When you, when it's always somebody got something to say about somebody that look like us. We got a, we got 400 years. We got 400 years plus information to talk about the Caucasian man. But you don't want to talk about that. You want to talk about a, a, a thing or a thing that my man dealing with with the Most High. You don't understand that. You don't see that because you're not spiritual. That's the thing that you don't understand, bro. Possible. Now he has apologized somewhat on the record. While giving a half-assed apology, he then decides to besmirch other communities in the process. Now remember, he recently said to the mother of George Floyd, she's being greedy. She's about to mess up more money he said this to a mother. So, so because he said that and that offend you, what you got to say about it? What you got to do about it? Why are you putting out there to slander your name? You see, you see, I'm thinking 
that the Jewish people got him compromised, y'all. So why is all this is so so much hurting you? Why is all this had to be the 911 news? Is your rating so bad that you want to just discuss him like that? See, when you trying to discuss him, I'ma show and reveal the person, the world that who you really are. You know, you get out here with your little little boy, little little slick Willie half white man mustache, with your little boy edge up and fade, looking like yes, master, yes, master. What you doing, master? That's what you look like right now, bro. That's why you don't like when you say things that I don't feel like you 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 is right, and I say something or I type something, you wanna block me. But you can go on your show and say what you want to say out your mouth. So I'm on my show saying what I want to say out my mouth about you. A black mother who saw her own son being killed by the police on video. That's Kanye. What did King say about darkness? hate. He said darkness cannot drive out darkness. Only light can do that. Hate cannot drive out hate. Only love can do that. Now, there are many who disagree with my sentiment. I'm okay with that. I stand as a man and I stand by what I've said. There are those. And I stand as a man and I stand what I said. When you got, when the Most High said you will be sold to your enemies, the Caucasian man is our enemy. You can't, you can't be with somebody for 400 years and they still don't love you. If they didn't love you from, from, from the 400 years until now, then what you got to deal with? How can you, how can you put love with somebody who hates you? How can you do that? Somebody who love, the more you love, look at, for the example for us, we, we care and we want to do right by the white man. You know what I'm saying? And we doing right, we doing right, and we doing right, and we doing right, and what they still doing? Killing us, killing us, killing us. That's white supremacy and KKK. You know, he, he probably was one of them boys that went to church with Big Mama. And he, he was in church all day. Go all day on Sunday and don't go home. Don't get back to the house until seven o'clock on Sunday. He might be the type of guy like that. I stand on that. We'll say, well, Jews owned slaves. That is correct. Some of them did. Whites owned slaves. Jews owned slaves, and even a handful. See, this is what I'm saying. This is why you see he trying to. You you, you see how he tried to um. Justified, Jews, yeah, some of them, and white, but they still Caucasian. These people, that's why I'm saying these people stole our, our these Caucasian people was Caucasian, right? When we was in slavery, 
They stole down their identity and say they Jews and they different, but they still Caucasian people. That's the whole realm of Caucasian. Different types of Caucasian. You got the you got the what? You got the Britain Caucasian. You got the Germany Caucasian. You know what I'm saying? You got the what? Whatever European nation, the whole European nation, whatever they is, that's that's the Caucasian. They got their own individual names, but they still Caucasian. And he trying to pacify like these sets of people. They are Caucasian. He's so smart, y'all. Little black folk actually owned slaves, believe it or not. But I want you to understand the sentiment of a movement. The Nazis who are identifying with Kanye West, their entire movement was about the eradication of everything that was not white on this planet. That was never the sentiment of the movement of black folk to eliminate black folk. That was never the sentiment of the movement of Jews to eliminate black folk. Dr. King. See, he's a lie. See, he's a lie. That's why I say these dudes sitting up here don't know their history and they a lie. He's a liar, yo. Those Jewish people try to eradicate us as much as they can. Who's who's running the who run the entertainment business? Who run the who run the um record companies? Who running who who telling the, the boys to rap about killing each other? Who's doing that? The Jewish media. That's why I say they setting up the, the Jewish people setting up there eradicating us, keeping us down, and keeping us with this killing and murder through these records and stuff to, to our children. And y'all sit up here and listen to weak-minded clowns like this dude. His content that he talking about is pretty good, but this stuff that he talking about, he's a damn clown. Let the clown speak work with Jews. Our leaders of the civil rights era marched with the Jewish coalition. See, he said the Jewish people marched with Martin Luther King. The Jewish people were sitting up there being spies so they could figure out what's going on with Martin Luther King. Because the Jew, how can you be Jewish, ISH, if the suffix means something pertaining to, and you're a Jew, and you know you done stole these black people identity? that you're not the true children of God. These people knew this. They didn't know this. That's why I say, man, yeah, whoo, Man, I thought people were smarter than me. I thought they were. <sighs> were there some adverse people in various demographics that stood against the movement of black folk in America? Of course, every single group, including black groups stood against some of the black leaders that we celebrate today. You see, now he want to justify. This is what he justified. This is all got to do with Kanye, right? What Kanye say, now the Nazi saying something about his Jewish people that allowed him to get on TV and do what he do. Now he want to write these footnotes talking about blaming it on Ye, all this on Ye. Now he coming back blaming on black folk and then he talking about slavery. White people had slavery. You hear all this Uncle Tom and Coon in y'all. And then he want to blame 
black people, Uncle Tom people, for the these demise of other black people. Now he's saying it's black people fault too. You know, all this rims on all our demise. That's why I say, man, this clown, he a serious Superman clown right now. Dr. King was only allowed in 4% of black churches during his time in America when he was living. 4%. The rest of them said no. Now, there is an ecosystem of economy connected to the reason they said no. Why? Because virtually 100% of black churches were owned by who? White banks. Many black leaders stood against Dr. King. They said he was a troublemaker, radical. Does that mean now that I have to stand against black folk because some black folks stood against King? Of course not. You see, in order for morality to be morality, to be based in ethics, it must come from an authentic place of your soul inside of here. My morality is not based on what you will or will not do, but it is based on what I believe and my values and what I hold common in my heart. This has got to stop. All right, dear brother, what are your thoughts here? Now, he got a Caucasian white man over here. As he said, dear brother, what's your thoughts? I don't know. He looked like he Caucasian. And he said, this has got to stop. This is what I say about love the white man with all your heart and all your soul and all your might. And lean only and only on the white man. Now, we're going to hear. Now, this is this. Dude, he said what he thought. He's talking about the racism because all through my segment, I could tell you about how the Jewish people calling people cattle. They don't give a crap about nobody and this and that and this and the third. That Jewish people don't worry about nobody but the Jewish people. I got it all down in my footnotes down on my podcast. So all this information didn't come from my mouth. It came from other people and the people who said it, who call themselves ISH. So we're going to see what he said. It's it's terrifying to watch all of this happening in this country right now with I I don't know if it's the audacity of these people to now just be this open with it or, or, or what best way to describe it. But they're very comfortable. And that to me is what is so appalling. These aren't views that you hide from people anymore and you just have your close bigoted friends that you talk about all these horrible things behind closed doors. They're doing it out in the open. They are empowered right now. And when you look at all the people that have made the argument like, oh, how how did they let this happen in the lead up to World War II? Oh, it could never happen here. It's starting to feel like it is. It's starting to feel like these people are more empowered, that their numbers are are unfortunately growing, and they're very open with it. They're unapologetic about it. They feel like now is our time to come forward with these heinous beliefs and let the world know that this is how we feel. And it's a terrifying time in this country right now. I mean, this is not something, even two years ago, I, I didn't think we would see this, but Every day I'm just more and more appalled at what we're becoming as a country here because it's not getting better, it's getting worse. And, yeah. you know, I, we, we, we have to come up with solutions. And, and right now I'm at a loss. I guess I'm still in shock a bit because I don't know 
how to proceed from here other than, you know, try to combat it the best we can. But their numbers are getting bigger and ours, it doesn't feel like are. And that's sad. Um, a personal note. I finished doctoral studies at Clark Atlanta University, a research college in Atlanta, Georgia, connected to the legacy of W.E.B. Du Bois, who had to work with Jewish coalitions in order to promote. Oh, I'm tired of hearing him talking about, you see how he, you already see how he tried to put put like the Jewish people or the shit. He, 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 I'm letting y'all know now, y'all. This dude right here is sucking the Jewish man boot. This dude right here is compromised, y'all. You can believe me or not. You can believe, I'm, I'm done listening to the clown on this subject because I know he a clown. And he gonna say, it's getting worse. In order to for us to get our identity, the truth must come out. So if the truth come out, white supremacy truth coming out, our true heritage coming out, and the lie that you're not the true children of God is coming out. And people don't like that. See, he compromised. That's why I say y'all, y'all better watch these brothers right here. The most I put him in my, he put me in his vision today to show y'all to watch out for this dude. Watch out for this dude. He compromised. So watch what he say. He compromised.
Nation.